Switching to Geico is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, Geico makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to Geico, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, Geico has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to Geico. It's obviously a good idea. Hey, What the Suck family. As you may have noticed, we recently switched to Anchor for our podcast hosting needs. That's right. We were using another site that had us paying 20 bucks a month for services such as unlimited uploading, unlimited hosting, and distribution. Anchor will distribute your podcast to Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, and many more, and they do it all for free. They make it super easy to create and start your podcast directly from their site. You can record and edit directly on the Anchor website or app directly from your phone. It's your one-stop shop for everything you need to create your own show. They will even help you find sponsors to fund your project. Just go to anchor.fm and get started today. There really is no easier way to do it. English language? You don't need the English language. You don't need, <laughs> you don't need to do that shit. Delete. Delete. What? No! You suck! Welcome back to What the Suck Podcast. I'm James. And I'm Chris. And today we have episode 19, man. 19, We man. are starting to get there, man. Yeah, we're rolling. We're almost old enough to drink. You bet. Today's episode is going to be The Stuff. Don don don. Or as I like to call it, The Stay Puffed Murders. Yeah, yeah. The so st- what is The Stuff, James? The Stuff, also known as Larry Cohen's The Stuff. Oh, Larry Cohen, big guy. Yeah, whoever, is a 1985 American satirical science fiction horror film written, produced, and directed by Larry Cohen and starring Michael Moriarty, Garrett Morris of Saturday Night Live fame, Andrea Markovici, and Paul Sorvino. Paul Sorvino, I know him. Paul, damn. Yeah. It was also the last film of noted actor Alexander Scurby. That's interesting. This is a satirical science fiction film directed and produced by and written by a Cohen. And the last one we did uh, last week's uh, Saturday the 14th was also written and directed by someone by the last name of Cohen. And that was a parody. So hmm. apparently Cohen is a good name to do parodies on. Coinky dink? Cohen inky dink? Yes, it is. Who knows? All right. So now. All right. So who's the star and all that good stuff? Well, we got Like I said, it was directed, produced and written by Larry himself. It was also produced by a, a uh, Paul Kurt <laughs> Kurta Kurta. Okay, music by Anthony Goofin, <laughs> Jangles, 
by Richard Seaman. They actually Se- list the guy who did the jingles. Richard Seaman. <laughs> Goofing and Seaman. Dick the, Seaman. The- <laughs> Are you shitting me? <laughs> no. Not real. Oh, not God real. almighty. Jingles by Dick Seaman. <laughs> jingles by Dick Seaman. Oh, my oh, God. shit. Cinematography by Paul Glickman. Edited by Armand Leibowitz. Distributed by New World Pictures. Holy Reli- shit. With a New World. New World also distributed Saturday the 14th. Did they? Holy shit. We're two for two oh, so far. damn. That's awesome. Might be the same some bitches. It has original release date of June 14th, 1985. And what's cool about that is I had just graduated high school. That's about 34 years ago now. I was, I was five years old. A little so. over 34, yep. Running time of 87 minutes, released in the United States only. It has yeah. a Rotten Tomato score of 69%. That is pretty high, man. That is very high for this show. Yeah, that is that is quite high. So that's not too promising. This might yeah. actually be good. Yeah. Okay, so let's go over the rating system, James. Absolutely. Now, as everybody knows, if you've listened before, you know our rating system was on an inverted scale. We also rate all our movies by turd emoji, not stars, Duck. Yeah, thank you for that. Yes, yeah. thank you. <laughs> one time and I won't fucking forget One time it. and one I ain't time. Gonna... Okay, well, the first one is we have one out of five shits. These are the ones that you want to keep in your queue. They will be your new classics, the ones you want to hang on to, your new favorites, the ones you want to watch over and over or on special occasions, or annually, like a lot of people do. Yep. Uh, these are the so good. Uh, I always do that. They are. These are in the so good. You did it again. <laughs> I'm so fucking fired. You're okay. fired. Get out. Okay. These are in the so bad they're good category, and your friends will get endless enjoyment from these. Hopefully. Yes. Then we have two out of five shits. Watch these only with friends who enjoy shitty movies, kind of like us. These are not for everyone. Uh, they're best with a group who love to rip on, rip on movies and play a drinking game while watching them. Yes, lots of fun. Drinking games are fun. Absolutely. We have three out of five shits. Slightly worse, about the same. At least you want to share these with your friends, but watch them only if they have nothing better to do and prepare to drink very heavily while watching them. Very heavily. Four out of five shits. Now we're getting serious here. Watch it with friends. Trust me, you know, one time will be enough. These are the ones that are so strange, you may not want to see them more than once, but at least you do want to share your misery with the other people. Five out of five shits. The Fica de la Mata. Oh, man. The worst of the worst. Only bring it out on special occasions, like a forced double date. (laughs) I always like that one. A force double eight, the wingman. Yes, right. Hey, you know what? If you get stuck with the ugly one, then you know you got to run her off. Yeah. So, or dinner with the in-laws, you know, something like that. Have some, you know, have someone you want gone from your life. Make them watch one of these, and they'll probably vanish before it's over. Once done, remove it from your memory with some mind-altering substance, or my favorite, the blunt force trauma. Head to the concrete, buddy. That's right. Slam your head in a Walk in, freezer door, dive off a balcony, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. All right, I think that's it. So uh, I guess we get underway with the review. I do believe so, sir. Let's roll with it. Let's do it, buddy. No! 
Don't eat that. I saw it moving the refrigerator. Here, Jason. Take some. There is something alive in there. They're good for us, Jason. <laughs> they kill the bad things inside us. Must be a side effect of eating too much dessert. is in grave danger. So are you prepared to say on the air that you've actually seen people devoured by the stuff? Oh, hell yes. And what's worse, I've seen what's left of them when the stuff gets through and comes back up. got another one folks this one jumps all over the place oh yeah doesn't stay um, in one place too long that's for sure no a lot of scene a lot of hard cuts right. and just it's it's hard to keep up with but yeah we'll try to keep it as organized as we can well, what basically had yeah I there it said is it. There yes it is. i got it out of my system <laughs> it's done we start with the uh with some fuck walking along and uh, he's out look, like in an looks oil like yard mine. or something like something like it's that. Like a salt yeah. mine while it's snowing or something. Well, it's, it's winter time, and he sees this go- gooey substance on the ground coming out of the ground. And what does the you know what does that tell you? You see some gooey shit running out of the ground. Hey, let's eat it. It's the first thing you do. He actually bends down and tastes the shit. Yeah, and he gets somebody else to try it. And I was like. You're just going to walk? I mean, I was just like, come on now. At a, at a, at a mine of all places. Yeah, Salt mine or never, or, or yeah. whatever. And, it's still. And it's, yeah, so it was nasty. And then after being cussed out by one of his coworkers, what the hell are you doing over there? Oh, just leave me alone, blah, blah, blah. I'm tasting shit and all that crap. It just cuts. Yeah. Scenes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is like scene cut number one. And it jumps over to a kid who is rolling around on his bed, slapping his arm and stuff. Obviously, he's getting eaten up by mosquitoes. So he gets up, to clo- uh, you know, he gets up, closes the window, and goes and raids the fridge, and his dad shows up. I guess he hears him in the kitchen or something like that, and does something you never would see in a movie nowadays. Nope. He actually turns around, he yells at him, he turns around, and he whoops him on his Spanks ass. Spanks his booty. Yep. Sends him packing. But before yeah. the kid goes back upstairs, he did notice in the fridge that a package of this, or a carton of the stuff, the first of many thousands you will see in this movie, yeah. is actually dumped over in the fridge, like and the shit over. is oozing around. And it's and, moving. And it forms, it looks like the pink goo from Ghostbusters. Oh, it, yeah. It's, it's it white. Sure yeah. It's white, but it moves kind of like that crap does. Yep. You know, it forms like a little face and all this shit. And you're yeah. like, what the hell? But then after his dad runs him off, the dad grabs it and starts to eat it. Okay, no big deal. But then another freaking hard cut straight to a damn, some weird-ass commercial. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sitting there going, uh... This this is basically how it's going to be the whole time. It's just going to be like bam, 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 because these scenes are horribly done, and and 
let's also realize that that scene at the beginning where the salt mine guy finds the guard or whatever at the salt mine finds the stuff on the ground. That is the only scene that we get to explain where this shit came from. Yeah, we and- see that it came from the ground, underneath the ground. Mm-hmm. And up to this point, that's the only, there's no other explanation. At By the time it gets to the boy seeing the stuff, it's gone into full production and is now all across the country being eaten by millions of people. Yes. We get no other scenes of, of it being found, tested, None. Or, or, or anything. It's just all of a sudden, boom, it's all across the country. Absolutely not. Too much assumed here that they think, I guess, they're just assuming too much of people that we're just going to cut it all. Well, anyway, it cuts to this weird commercial, and it sounds like a porn. It sounds like a porn movie. Oh, these, yeah. The way these... <laughs> they're, they're tasting... Enough is never enough. That's right. <laughs> and then... Hard cut number 12. <laughs> Already. We're like 10 right, minutes it's in. It's like, bam. And then here we go to a boatload of rich assholes. Oh, yeah. And uh, the one I'm going to call Rich Boy the rest of the way, he's like some kind of fixer or something. Yeah, he's like he's like, a, he's like an industrial Cor- saboteur and, is what he calls yeah, himself. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Shows up and they hire this jackass to infiltrate the stuff because they they want they want to copy the recipe and make their own and so he's because obviously this thing is like gone berserk and people yeah, are going nuts it's a for billion it. dollar it's the next viral sensation yep then it, it goes would, it would have its own Twitter nowadays absolutely just like Cheddar Goblin <laughs> well then here we go hard cut number thirteen I mean after they pay him and stuff like that and oh, he's yeah. on and he's gone he's yep. off and running. Then we go back to the house, and then it's nice to see old school discipline because it shows the parents again yelling at the boys and correcting them and stuff like that. So it was kind of nice to see. I just want to make a quick note of that because the the young folks these days going to be listening to this don't know what that kind of life is no, like. There no. was no time out back in the day. Yeah. You got your ass whooped. Yep. Then they were just sitting there, and I think they grounded him for something stupid. Um, yeah, what did they ground him for? They didn't. They didn't. They didn't mention what the fuck he got grounded for. No, he was already in trouble for something for, stay, uh, for staying up late and being up caught up in the fridge. Caught in the fridge. That's yeah. right. That was the first time. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then we get uh, Rich Boy shows up at the set where they film the commercials for. While the they're stuff. filming the commercial, yeah. And he starts flirting with the lady who actually gave it its name as the production specialist, the one who advertises for it and all this other crap, and basically wants to take over the company. He wants to buy it, make her the boss and all this. So he seduces her into some stupid deal. And then out of nowhere, nowhere, what does that little fucker do? The, oh, the boy! Oh, yeah. He, Go ahead and take the, this. One. The the best scene in the movie where he so far anyway. Yeah, he, uh, he's out of the house. How he got out, I don't remember because he just walked out. But it doesn't it doesn't fucking matter. But he's in a grocery store and he's just kind of walking around and he walks down this aisle and he sees this kid in a cart and his mom is shopping and the kid's eating the uh, carton of uh, the stuff and he walks by but then he stops. He goes back, grabs the stuff from the kid, takes it, slams it on the ground, steps on it. The kid's yelling. You know, the mom comes after him and he takes off. And that's another thing. The mama grabs this kid who yeah. she doesn't know, which yeah. you would never see today either. No. And it was it's 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 refreshing in a way to see actual parenting. Real actual parenting. Yeah. Amen. Actual, taking responsibility for their kids. Damn straight. Um and so he runs to the to the store and he runs to the 
the uh, yogurt section where the stuff is set up, and he starts throwing it on the ground. He starts picking it up, smashing it. Then he goes over to an aisle where they have it all displayed. He starts. He takes like a broom or a stick or whatever. He starts knocking on the ground. He knocks down a display. He knocks down a sign up on the ceiling that says the stuff. It says, fuck your sign. <laughs> and then <laughs> before anybody can do anything, he goes there. There's uh, one of those uh, freezers, those, wa- those walk-in freezers, not walk-in freezers, but like the yep. freezers where they have like the, the uh, ice cream and stuff. And there's a bunch of stuff in there. And instead of opening the door and knocking it all down, he fucking breaks the glass, <laughs> just breaks the glass. on the freezer and says, "Fuck your freezer!" And That's breaks the right. glass and starts. And then they capture him and then they they take him away because he's caused like thousands of dollars of damage. And what's funny, I, I I guess this shit is. For all conditions, I mean, it's exactly the same. We see these containers; they all look the same. Right? They all contain the same shit. Yet there's some in the freezer, there's some yeah. in the fridge, there's some on a shelf. Right? You know, stacked and, on the floor and but stuff. But they and they do have different types of containers because looking at the uh, containers, you see some are like the the carton, paper carton, like ice cream comes in. But then some are the plastic cartons, like that cottage cheese or yogurt come in. So there's two different types of cartons, but they're the same shit. The same shit. And there's like one scene where where Rich Boy pulls up to this uh, Tasty Freeze type stand. And it's like 2.30 in the morning. Yeah. But there are people buying the stuff. Like a bunch and, of crackheads. Like, like Tasty Freeze. But not one motherfucker puts anything on. No toppings. No flavors. It's just white this flavor. White, nasty white flavor. Shit. Everybody orders the same white shit. I hate marshmallow cream, so watching this shit get eaten makes me going to gag. Now, if, if it was like Cool Whip, I'd be all right with that. But I'm pretty nah. sure it's just like vanilla ice cream. Probably. It's probably like Bluebell or some shit. But it doesn't seem to have that consistency. It's it's like got a fluff to it. But see, that's another thing, too. It's like it has different consistencies when, when you're watching different scenes. <laughs> that's because true. sometimes it does, it does look like marshmallow cream. Yeah. Sometimes it looks like cool whip type of situation but then like there are certain times when they're eating it and they eat it off the spoon but the spoon still has like the stuff on it so Mm -hmm. it's not like too thick but then they eat it again and there's nothing on the spoon so it's thin like ice cream it's uh, yeah it's just consistencies all over the place i guess so and then what we do is we pan to another scene just kablam and rich boy is sitting in the house of We'll just call him Danny. Danny Aiello's character. Oh, who, yeah. Who was not listed in the initial credit. He's he's like got a special credit. Yeah, he pops up later. But, uh, but he has like a little small scene, and he's apparently one of the people who actually invented the no, stuff. No, he, he works for the FDA. He's one of the ones that uh, approved it to ah, be sold. Ah, missed yeah. that. The, the, guy, the rich guy went to see if, if he knew what was in it. I, you know what? I was sitting there wondering what it was, but he had something to do with it. Right. But what's funny about it, he feed, he says, oh, I feed it to my dog all the time. Yeah. And the dog is sitting there looking at him, disapproving. pissed at him for some reason. Like, you need to feed me some more, motherfucker. Yeah. It's like the dog is addicted to this shit. Yeah. And that leads us to, uh, well, that gets us to the point where we finally understand that apparently this stuff is the more you eat, the more you want. It's in, you're, it's a living organism. It's a living thing, and no matter how much you eat, it doesn't matter. No, it, just, it wants it, you to eat it, more. It wants you to eat more. And what's funny, <laughs> <laughs> once Rich Boy leaves, you see a scene real quick when Danny's on the ground, uh-huh. 
And the dog has got him cornered, and he's yelling at him. He's like, hey, where's my stuff, motherfucker? <laughs> you know, he's, he's not literally yelling at him, but he's barking at him. Pretty much. And you can kind of you can kind of get the hint that he you wants his stuff. You can tell the dog is up in his grill uh-huh. saying, where's my shit? Uh-huh. So he picks up the phone like he's going to call the guy. <laughs> and the fucking, the fucking dog, dog rips the cord out of the wall. Rips the cord out of the wall. Bitch, you ain't calling nobody. Give you me my calling. stuff, That's bitch. right. Hang up the phone, bitch. Bitch. Then, scene jump number 342. But you forgot something. What did I forget? When he's underneath his table cowering while the dog is barking at him, and he tells him he'll get him some more stuff, there's a quick scene of the dog. Oh, that's as a, right. Of, of, a, of the puppet of the dog. It's not the real dog. It's the puppet of the dog. His mouth is wide open, and the stuff starts to come out of his mouth. You can see it. You it's can like, see it come out. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's basically like it's, it's a living organism, obviously. It's some kind of yeah. living crap, mm-hmm. and it controls the host. The host. So yeah. that's why they want you to eat more and more yeah. and more. Now. Rich boy actually goes out to investigate, runs into uh, talking to this old school boy. Yeah, he goes out to this old town this where old town guy and where they did the him. testing and stuff. Yeah, and he's talking to him the and station attendant, and he runs into. Uh, he goes outside. There's and another says, car that cut, that pulls up, and he's yeah, he asking says, about the car. He says these couple of cars over here have been here a while. There are people you know showed up and they disappeared, and these cars have been sitting here. So he goes over to investigate, and is jumped by. G dog Garrett Morris. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. <laughs> they get into a fight until they recognize each other. Apparently, they're friends. Why yeah. they both ended up in the same little podunk town, I have no idea. And they're both investigating what the stuff is. Apparently, yeah. and in the process, after they leave the gas station, the, you see the attendant, the guy they're talking to, he takes off. He takes off into in the, the back into room the like he's sick or something. He falls down. No, 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 no. He the, the gas station attendant takes off into the woods. He goes into the woods. Yeah, he goes into the woods. So what happens is the gas station guy takes off in the woods. While, you see how I'm sitting there questioning myself? Yeah. Because I'm trying to get my facts right. <laughs> when when Rich Boy goes to investigate the car, which turns out to be G-Dog's car, mm-hmm. the gas station tenant runs into the woods for some fucking reason. After they're talking, they're they're comparing notes, and they realize that the, uh, the people who lived here at one time had their mail forwarded. And then they realize there's a post office there. They go in the post office, and there's a guy in the post office. That's right. That's the guy that ends up going in the back back room because he's feeling sick. He falls down, and the stuff actually comes out of him. Out, yeah. It starts flowing around the room. So we have a combination of Stay Puff, Marshmallow, and the Blob going yeah. on here. It's so just, it's kind of a Blob ripoff in a way. Yeah, I would say Alien, but they don't show like they never show a scene where anything has come to Earth. Nope. And then it shows up. It's just there. Yep. It all started with that little bubbling puddle of ooze out in the middle of the field. Yep. Well, anyway, when they leave there, the guy it shows the guy wake up. I mean, he's all fucked up, laying yeah. on the ground, and his mouth is like wide open, wide open, huge. Yeah. And, like, you could shove a grapefruit in that. Yeah, sandwich, yeah, yeah, you know? it's huge. And then all of a sudden you see him look normal. He wakes up, and he's, like, chomping on the stuff that's on his mouth. And he eats the stuff again. Yeah. That apparently was crawling back into his gut. Ugh, yeah. It's nasty. It's like, come on, man. And so. So at, they leave. They leave. They start. And this, they head down the street, and, and they, they're attacked by these local three or four redneck yokels. boys. Local yep. yokels start chasing them. Start chasing them. They get down close to the lake. And they get in a fight, and he punches one of them, and his whole face caves in. Caves so it's in. obviously this stuff degrades. It's eating away the at, body at structure. the inside. Yeah, because he punches him right in the face, and his whole jaw just like comes off. Like <laughs> poor nothing. effects. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. but funny. Yeah. Uh, and then they hit a couple other, men, and then they get into the boat, and they're trying to push off. But instead of the guy holding the boat, 
the guy in the red shirt just jumps in the water and it looks like he gives him a shove. A shove, yeah. Like, get out of here. <laughs> so stupid. So like I said, now we know for sure that the stuff is actually controlling people. It's a sentient being. I think it is a collective sentient being. I don't yeah. think they're independent. No. It's all one large thing. It's a, it's a hive-minded sentient being. Yeah. And I, do, I am convinced of one fact, my What's friend. That? The stuff removes the ability to act because <laughs> the acting is pretty non-existent. I yeah, think it's pretty horrible. I Iello did okay. Yeah, Rich Boy is all but right. Rich he's, Boy he's, is he's annoying, but not too voice, bad. Though. But everybody who's affected by the stuff is basically mindless. Oh yeah, they're a maybe robot. that's intentional. Maybe, but it's it's very they're obvious. definitely a robot. Yeah. Now we get back to the house. Ugh, here we go. Yep. This is killing. It's like we're jumping over here. We're jumping over there. It's driving me nuts. Anyway, the kid is grounded, and his family is under the influence. Obviously, yeah. The whole Fridge family. is full of that shit. Yeah. They've been eating it. So he hatches a plan and escape. Basically, they're trying to make him eat this shit mm-hmm. to become part of the High whole mind. being. Yeah. And yep. what he ba- he he gets a. Uh, he, he dumps he, it in the trap in the shitter in, in, in the shitter and, and he, it tries to crawl out. Yeah, it tries to get out of the shitter. So he flushes it, and yep. then he gets shaving cream and fills up the container, and then goes downstairs and pretends to be and eating pretends it. Pretends to eating it, but he's eating shaving cream. He, he pretends he's actually eating stuff all the while he's actually eating shaving cream. It's fucking disgusting. Exactly. And, I, and I, I'm pretty sure that no matter what the sentient being is. It's probably healthier for your system than the shaving cream is. So anyway, he runs out of the house and runs into Rich Boy. Yep. I don't know how in the hell Rich Boy gets around the way he does, but he know. just happens to be Johnny on the spot. Yeah, he knows where to be and when to be there. You know, so he his his character's kind of suspect. I mean, you think he's a good guy, but we haven't yet determined that we fact. We are not sure. So he picks up the boy running from his family and just kidnaps the motherfucker yeah <laughs> of course the boy goes with him willingly they the go jump on a plane now. they go jump on a plane and they head to georgia where apparently this everything here originates right and what happens is on the plane the boy's asleep and when he's laying there all of a sudden he looks up and he sees a whole bunch of that stuff oozing out and looks like the pilot's knocked out or yeah, dead or, or it was killed by the stuff yeah no telling yeah and he Jumps out this back escape hatch and he runs into the wood line. Yep. So he's like, what the hell? He's gone. So he took off. So we have yet another cutscene, which at this point should be no surprise to anybody, uh, where they end up at the factory where the shit is actually made. And they're inside talking to the people and everything. And they start creeping around. They're just asking questions and shit like that. Trying to get information and trying to figure out. They, They want to see where the stuff is mixed. Where it's mixed. It's oh, we can't show you that, man. We can't yeah. show you that. Then it cuts to the boy. He's in a jungle. Yep. He's in the Listen, woods. In a jungle. He's in the woods. Oh, damn birds and stuff. And ends up in an old plant. Uh, or not, maybe the old plant. The maybe the he, back. He's up in the mine. The, the back mine, of the mine. Yeah. yeah. And he's creeping around, hiding from these guys that are coming. And he ends up jumping inside of a tank truck. An empty tanker in the back. Why would he jump? It makes no. That's so stupid. So it is stupid. stupid. Well, anyway, he gets in there, and of course, he gets locked in. Yeah. And then we jump back to the rich boy and the bitch. And they get themselves they get a, a hotel room. They get a hotel room, and apparently, in the words of Admiral Akbar, it's a trap. It is a trap because the pillow splits open on their bed, 
And a giant blob of that shit jumps out and plasters itself, or as I call it, aliens itself, onto Rich Boy's face. Right on his face, yeah. And then as he's struggling with it, it starts coming out of the mattress and blobs out and grabs some poor bounty, some bounty paper towel shirt wearing motherfucker that comes in there. I think it's Brawny, actually. Or is it Brawny? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, well, who cares? They're not paying us. (laughs) Anyway, grabs him up, kills his ass. Then she throws a lantern, I believe, a gas lantern on it. She throws that. She she takes out. She takes. So apparently, these rooms had uh, kerosene, kerosene lamps. lamps. Yeah. And so she unscrews the the, the wick part and, and pours kerosene on his face and and on where the stuff is on the face and light it and it, it jumps off his it face. It jumps off and, and then he does it and apparently it catches the rest of the shit on fire. And then and apparently it is a living organism because it screams. Yeah. It, it screeches. It whines. Yeah, it screeches. Makes a little, this, that's the little thing reference, I think. Because uh, yeah. it's more like if it's a little, like when they drew the blood from her oh, body yeah. and they put that hot iron to it mm-hmm. and it screamed. Yeah. Same kind of noise. Yeah. Um, then they escape Back to the factory after they get out of the room, the hotel's on fire, and find that they can that they walk around the back and discover that these people are sucking this shit right out of the center of the earth. Right, there's this like there's like a, a stuffed lake, a big old giant reservoir of this crap, and they're reserves, and they're yeah. sucking and they're just sucking it straight into trucks and taking it to the packaging factories. And the stuff is like it, it's moving and forming shapes while it's inside the lake, and it's like yeah. growing and stuff. It, it's kind of like I refer. I think when I was talking about it while we were actually watching, it's like the pink ooze from Ghostbusters. It kind of raises up and Ghostbusters makes faces. Too, yeah, Ghostbusters too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and makes faces and stuff. So. They steal the truck with the boy in it because they discover he's in there. And they'd actually started to fill the truck on him. Yeah. When uh, they came up and jacked the people, they found out he was in there. Uh-huh. And they punched the guys that were filling the truck, stole it. Yep. And drove around. And all this time, the stuff is sitting inside the tanker with the kid and doesn't attack. Doesn't attack at until all. Until they pull the fuck over. Then he goes to pull the kid out of the tank. Then it reaches up yeah. and tr- grabs at him, but it misses him, of course. But it had a good like fifteen minutes at least of being right there with the kid and didn't even like try to attack him. Didn't try yep. to attack him. Just and sat then, there. And then after they got him out of there, they were rolling again and were stopped by a cop. Mm-hmm. And while they were talking to the cop, they were acting like they were addicted to the shit. Right. So they tried to fool the police officer. Mm-hmm. So he went back there with them. And Rich Boy comes up behind the cop and gives him the old Shatner karate chop. Yeah. <laughs> Knocks him cold. And then they end up going to rendezvous with a uh, an army colonel. This guy's got a Colonel uni- Spears. Colonel uh, Spears played yes. by Paul, Paul Sorvino. Sorvino. Yes, a, a, part, a militia man, Colonel Spears, father of Britney Spears. Yes. Yes. And as an army vet, I just have to make one comment. In every movie where they have these bozos, they always have raggedy-ass hair, shitty uniforms, and practically got afros. I mean, they've just got... Enormous- well, these guys are militia, so they're not actually going to be military-looking. They just wear the uniforms and have guns. They're not the military. Bunch of good old boys. Yeah, they're, they're, they're not going to be all high and tight or anything. They're just, yeah. Well, anyway, rich boy and... and Colonel Pickle Spear, whatever his name Pickle is. Pickle Spear, nice. Anyway, they Spear team up. Spear. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, anyway, they team up and they attack the factory full of these Stay Puft motherfuckers. And they go in there and everybody had, I guess, committed suicide. Yeah, they Jonestown themselves. And the stuff had vacated the bodies and I guess collected elsewhere or whatever. Yeah, at one was... point they 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 draw they stuff a rifle butt into one of the heads to to see what happens and, and it just collapses, just collapses on itself. It's a hollow shell. Yep. Okay. Then they make themselves what they make their way. I believe it is over to the uh, radio, radio station. station. Yep. <sighs> scene cut. Scene cut. Yeah. Jump. 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 Yeah. Sorry, y'all, but this is exactly how it's going. Yep. So when you watch this movie. Just be prepared for it, because it jumps a lot. Yeah. Well, anyway, they make their way over to the radio station and make an announcement. The colonel reads a prepared statement over there. Hey, if you're eating this crap, get rid of it. If it's controlling your minds, if stores are selling it, burn it. And because of their actions, massive backlash in society ensues. You have giant piles of the stuff being burned. Yeah. And you even have... Some places go as far as blowing the shit out of them. They, they blow up the... the little fact. ice cream shacks or whatever they're selling it at. Yeah. yeah. And, and they blow up the, the place where they have it all stored. The place yep. where they pull it up. Uh, let's also not forget that uh, at, while they're at the radio station, uh, Chocolate Chip uh, Cookie Charlie shows up. Chocolate Chip Charlie, yeah. Played yeah. by Garrett the G-Man Morris. Yeah, he shows up saying he's been trying to get to him and, and, and that you know he wants to also be on the radio and, and tell a story and... And uh, he's in he's in one of the rooms with uh, the bitch, and he tells her <laughs> he tells her what happens when it vacates the body, and she's like, well, "Yeah, you know." He's like, "Yeah, I know. I'll show you." And then he grabs onto her, and then he like it starts to his neck starts to bubble, and then like it keeps cutting back and forth, uh, shot counter shot between her and him, and at one point it, it uh, transitions back to him, and his face is now a a puppet face you a, can tell a doll it's face. horrible effects and, and then yeah. his mouth extends out and and it looks kind of cool because like his mouth gets real real big like huge and like stuff, mummy big yeah the stuff comes out and it starts trying to attack her and, and like it like ripped his face in half and then uh, they have to break down the window and then they they burn the stuff before it can attack her and the kid and then just ever so calmly they get back on the radio like nothing ever happened nothing ever happened yeah. nope that's okay we're done yeah well, anyway, they get the word out, so people stop eating it, they start burning it, and Rich Boy goes to the headquarters mm-hmm. of the even richer boys mm-hmm. who he was working for, and basically at gunpoint makes them consume this shit the stuff, yeah. and get addicted to it. So at the end, you see them going through all these jars and scarfing all this crap and and they, they had told him that they were going to, uh, they were done selling the stuff because it's, I guess it's legal now. But they, they were they were getting ready to announce their new product called the Taste, which is only twenty five percent the stuff, seventy five percent dairy filler. So there's not enough stuff in there to take over people's minds. So they were <laughs> truly evil corporation. Of course, and that's when they that's when he made him that's when he made them uh, in in just. A box of the stuff that he had brought with him. So that's right. Yeah. Eat up, bitch. Yeah. All right. The last scene, finally, because after they leave, that's the last we see of Rich Boy, the bitch, and the boy, and all that shit. Yeah. And it goes to the last scene of the movie, which is a van pulls up on the street corner somewhere, and now that the stuff is off <laughs> oh the market, God. now people are doing dope deals for the stuff because it's now become an illegal and it rare is now commodity. A controlled substance. It's a controlled substance. You see it do it. Dude pops the cap, takes a finger full, licks it, 
Basically, he's doing nods like, and approval. He's tasting like they taste cocaine, but he's tasting the stuff. And the credits roll. Credits roll. That's it. And it's over. Yep. So. All right, James, what you got? What you got? What you got? <sighs> Let me bring this as best I can. Bring it on home, buddy. Bring it on home. Acting, middle of the road, decent. You know, it was it was better by some than others. Yeah, yeah. Script was good. I liked the premise. Yeah, yeah. there were some ripoffs. I'm sorry, there were some ripoffs. Ripoffs of the thing, ripoff of the blob. Right. Some similarities, anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, special effects, some good, mostly crappy. Yeah. Let's see. Storyline. You know, the, the actual story was, eh. Direction. <laughs> it had some sort of direction. I mean, they were trying to... It, it had some sort of flow, and it, they told Problem is, a bit of a story. jumped too much for me, see? Yeah, so, well, that, that's more the editing process, not the director, though. Yeah, but overall... I'm going to go ahead and go middle of the road. This wasn't as good as like our last feature. You yeah. Know, you know, we did the Saturday the 14th. Yeah. It wasn't as good as that. Okay. Uh, as far as, you know, just entertainment value. But I'm not going to punish it too harshly. It was okay. So I'm going to go three turds. Three turds. All right. That nice. is to share it with friends, but drink heavily. Yes. All right. Well, I, I actually agree with pretty much all of your points as far as like the, the direction script the uh the acting all that stuff i think it's okay it's not bad bad i don't think it's it's something that i feel like so when when i watched it as a kid and my family watched it and that's one thing like as a as like a young youth uh i could watch it and did not, you say youths youths the two youths <laughs> as a young youth I, I could watch it and not be too frightened of it because it wasn't too gory. Uh, they shot away from a lot of like potential gory stuff, and it wasn't like there was there weren't a lot of jumps like any jump scares actually. But we we used to watch it while consuming marshmallow cream, so <laughs> we were kind of like interactive. And so there you go. If you have some friends that you can get with that are either up for doing dumb shit or maybe somebody who is into the whole like 4d type thing or they're just into into like being scared alongside and they might be scared by this watch it with them and make them eat marshmallow cream uh and you can i actually saw you you can buy replica containers of the stuff online <laughs> so go online oh, buy, so i figured you probably could buy a replica container fill it with marshmallow stuff and make them eat it while watching the movie but i'm gonna go four out of five on this one okay you got a little little little, little lower you didn't like it as much as me it was, okay. it was, it was a little boring um yeah in some parts but uh like i said the acting was good i didn't mind the the, the script was okay the story was wasn't too bad yeah, it borrowed from other elements, other movies. Overall, it was a pretty competent movie. It just wasn't that much fun for me, but it wasn't bad. So I'm definitely going to give it a four for sure. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. All right, James. Well, uh, why don't you go ahead and tell them when they can find us? Okay, everyone. You can find us on Podbean, CastBox, Spotify, Stitcher, Google. Google. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what's an episode without at least one stumble, right? Loogie Plus. Loogie. I don't know. It's just, it's just this time of night, my face just stops working. It's the Lugal? Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, and iTunes. We are also on the Three Demons. Yes. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So please follow us. Subscribe. Yep. Follow. It. Like. Subscribe. Click it. Click it. Click that's it and right. ticket, bitches. And uh, yeah, I think that's uh, just those three. And then <laughs> we're just sitting there staring at each other like, well, now what? Duh. Now we've already done this a bunch of times. Now we're sitting there. Hey. Yeah. 
Okay. All right. Well, I guess until uh, until next time. My name is James, and if it ain't on what to suck, it ain't shit. And I'm Chris, and we'll see you guys at the next Suck Fest. The suck is here now. Great new taste sensation. Light and free now. Get you elevation. Enough is never enough. Enough is never enough of the stuff. The stuff. The taste that makes you hungry for more. The stuff. Taste that delivers. Enough is never enough. Want to hear some inside scoop? If your kids are as ready to go back to school as mine are, you gotta check out Kohl's. I got my daughters the cutest sew tops for under 18 bucks, Jansport backpacks for 25% off, and 30% off Levi's jeans for me. I even saved an extra 15% and picked up Kohl's cash. So, yeah, not sure who's more excited right now, me or the girls. Select styles. 15% off friends August 15th. Levi's coupons do not apply. Some exclusions apply. See store or Kohl's account for details. Switching to GEICO is a good idea, especially when you consider everything. First off, GEICO makes it easy to switch. They have licensed agents available 24-7 online or over the phone. But if it's so easy, you might start thinking everything is easy, even big wave surfing. And it's not. It's actually quite difficult. Well, if you switch to GEICO, you could save hundreds on car insurance. And you could keep saving by bundling your motorcycle, boat, and RV, plus your home or renter's insurance. But saving money might lead you to make some questionable purchases, like a 20-foot feather boa. And do you know how hard it is to clean a 20-foot feather boa? Well, they do have an industry-leading mobile app you can use to pay your bill, file and manage a claim, or add a new driver. But when life gets a little easier, it makes you too confident. And you start calling everyone ace. And you're better than that. Well, GEICO has a 97% customer satisfaction rating and has been saving people money for 85 years. It's hard to beat that. But you're right. Switch to GEICO. It's obviously a good idea.